Dax Smith was a nerd. He'd been called worse, no doubt. Dork, geek, wimp, brainiac, pencil pusher, dweeb, you name it. But the word that most often floated out of people's mouths when they mentioned him was nerd. And did he mind? No. When all those dummies who poked fun were working their tails off in 30 years, living paycheck to paycheck to buy donuts and milk, he'd be laughing it up in his private jet, drinking cream soda till he puked. Then he'd laugh again as his butler cleaned it up, and when that was done, he'd count all his money and eat big blocks of cheese. Dak Smith was a nerd who also loved cheese, unnaturally so. Not a winning combination, which he was the first to admit. On the day before the big school field trip to the Smithsonian Museum in the nation's capital of Philadelphia, Dak had to put aside his nerd-powered excitement to attend the most boring of events, an uncle's funeral. Make that great-uncle as in Great Uncle Frankie, a man he'd laid eyes on all of twice if you included the viewing before the funeral, which Dak certainly did. He'd look down on an old, grizzled man who had his eyes closed, hands crossed over his chest, looking like he'd just settled down for one of the twenty naps a day the geezer was probably used to. But, according to Dak's mom, and supported by the fact that the man was lying inside a coffin, Great Uncle Frankie was dead as a doornail. The funeral service had been slightly boring and lasted roughly 130 hours, but now they were finally at the family dinner that came afterward. Dozens of people who'd been boohooing their eyeballs out an hour earlier were laughing like over-caffeinated hyenas, stuffing their faces with a whole week's worth of SQ ration food. Dak wondered whether funerals for old people always ended up being such festive affairs. He sat at a table with a bunch of cousins, none of whom he'd ever met, They were talking about all kinds of things that he didn't care about. Like that lame show where they crowned the next SQ intern? Or Game 5 of some sports championship that was so dull, Dak didn't even know which teams were playing, or what sport it was. Then some kid with a pimple the size of President McClellan's face on Mount Rushmore started talking excitedly about the latest fashion trends, namely those jeans with the pockets that made your rear end look like it was upside down. Seriously? Dak thought. These people couldn't possibly share the same genetics with him, could they? Just as he decided he couldn't take any more, a sudden feeling came over him. A familiar itch that he'd learned long ago was impossible to ignore. He had to share his tremendous knowledge of history, and he had to do it now. Dak stood up and cleared his throat. When no one paid him any attention, he picked up his glass and tapped it loudly with his spoon until everyone in the room finally shut their yappers and looked at him. I just have something I'd like to say to everybody, he announced. He heard a few groans in response, but he assumed those were the old fogies, feeling aches and pains as they shifted in their seats. A quick glance at his mom showed that she'd put her head in her hands and his dad was looking at him wide-eyed, slowly shaking his head back and forth. There was something like panic on his face. Dak hurried to continue before somebody forced him to stop. I know we're gathered here for a very solemn occasion. Poor great-uncle Frankie has gone the way of the dodo bird, soon to rot in peace. Um, (laughs) I mean, rest in peace. But, um, I wanted to share something to help you all realize that things aren't as bad as they seem. He paused to gauge people's reactions. They all seemed enraptured. You see, he continued, 
Our dear relative could have gone out the same way as Rasputin, the grand Russian mystic, in the year 1916. That poor man was poisoned, shot four times, clubbed over the head, then drowned in a river. Drowned in a river, for crying out loud. After being poisoned, shot, and clubbed. Poor fella. Dak let out a little chuckle to set the right mood. So, as you can clearly see, great-uncle Frankie got off pretty easy when all is said and done. Dak finished by pulling in a long, satisfied breath. He looked around the room and saw nothing but blank faces staring back at him. Lots of blinking. Thanks for listening, he finally said. Then he held up his water glass and yelled, Cheers! His mom fell out of her chair. The next day brought the field trip he'd been looking forward to for months. For someone who loved history as much as Dak did, going to the Smithsonian was better than getting locked in a candy factory overnight.